0: How often has this happened to you? You stumble upon a job listing for the job of your dreams, the one that makes your heart race with excitement, the one that you know you'll do a really great job at and will be great to help you in your career. You can already envision yourself in that job, loving every minute of it. You quickly apply and then absolutely nothing. Once again, your application has vanished into the black hole. This has become a familiar pattern for many and you've got lots of company. Not that that is much consolation. What's causing this radio silence from potential employers? What can you do to fix the situation? We've got some insights on how you can change this situation for the better. Make sure you stick around until the end when we share real-life stories of several job seekers who cracked the code. They employed ingenious strategies That may be the missing link you need to get that coveted job. They did things that you might never have thought of doing, but once you hear about them, it will make a lot of sense. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schafer, founder of AP Now, the place where you go for all the latest business intelligence if you work and manage or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function, and you need a few job tips. Tip number one. Make sure you include keywords for the position. The first step that many organizations take is an automated screening process looking for what they consider to be critical information or critical skills. This will include keywords. This is the point where many lose out. If you don't make it past this screening st- step, it's all over. For No human will look at your application, no matter how good you are on everything else. It won't matter no one will see your application. I'm going to mention this automated screening several times so do not underestimate the importance of it. So what do I mean by by keywords? So for example, if the job description said they were looking for somebody to do 1099s, then you want to make sure in your application you have 1099 there. So when they screen for it, they'll they'll see it. Don't assume, oh, well, everybody in this job does this, or they'll know that I do it, or I'll explain in the interview. Now, of course, this is only if you have it. So look through the job description, mark off what you think are the key words that 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 reflect the skills that they're looking for, or the experience that they're looking for, and then make sure you mention them in your uh, job application. Because if you don't, you won't get past the screening, and then it's all over. And that's where many people lose out, by the way. Assuming you make it past this step, tip number two, clean up your social media and online postings. Many potential employers screen your online presence before scheduling an interview. They will see everything that you have posted, not only on LinkedIn, but Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc. So get rid of anything that's questionable, negative, political, or religious. Is this fair? probably not but you'll never even know that they are doing it you just won't hear back from them so take a good look at that stuff you posted when you were in college um, mm-hmm. and maybe you had a little bit too much to drink or whatever maybe you want to take that stuff down tip number three clean up your written documents they will also screen for typos poor grammar etc um, i know for myself from looking at my own work typos never never i never see them until It's too late till the work is actually in print. And then they're like, nah, nah, look at me. So you want to review your resume, your LinkedIn profile, your cover letter, anything else like that. Maybe even have a friend or family member review them, as sometimes it's difficult to see the errors in your own work. Remember, first impressions are critical. And these are your first impressions on your new potential employer, along with, unfortunately, whatever you've posted on social media that they're looking at. Tip number four, customize your application and your resume if you're sending one for the position, making sure you address all the key job requirements if you can. Now it goes without saying that you never lie. But don't use a one-size-fits-all resume thinking that, oh, when I get to the interview, I'll explain, because you may not get to the interview. So again, when you looked at that job description, look at your resume and make sure it fits. Many people will have several resumes that they'll use when they're looking for a job, um, depending upon what they're applying for. Now, obviously, you're only going to have one LinkedIn profile, um, and so you want to have it as broad as possible, cover as much as you can. Tip number five, and I know this one's really annoying, but it is what it is. Follow their rules, okay? Fill out the application completely. Apply exactly how they say you should, and don't leave anything out they ask. So, so for example, if they say, you know, that dreaded salary requirement, uh, all no applicants will be considered without your expected salary requirements don't think well I won't answer that and then I can explain on the interview remember that automated checking we talked about at the beginning well leaving out key information means you'll get automatically screened out you will never have the opportunity to explain so as much as you might want to leave something out that they require don't now we'll talk about that that awful what are your salary requirement questions in another broadcast if there is sufficient interest. So if you want me to do one on answering what are your salary requirements question add a comment to that effect. And by the way just putting a ridiculously high or a ridiculously low number in their space is not the answer. Remember that automated screening? They could also be screening for salary requirements as well. Tip number six Follow up with others that you might know at the company. Let me explain using a real-life example from my son. Uh, he had an internship while he was in school, while he was uh, getting his MBA at a company, and it, it was going well, and he thought that they might offer him a job and he might work there afterwards. That was um, what part of the plan. However, right before he finished and his internship ended the company decided to scale back its operations in that particular location and they laid off a third of the company. So he did not get a job offer. So he started applying and this black hole that many of you have experienced, he was experiencing it uh, in spades, he was getting nowhere. And then he saw a job posting for that particular company but in another state. And so he applied because, you know, he'd worked for the company. He had the experience that they were looking for. um, And, you know, he thought, you know, this was his dream job and, and he might be able to get it. Well, he couldn't even get called back for an interview. He did not get called back. He tried to follow up no response. So rather than let the whole thing, you know, just die a natural death, which is normally what you might do, um, he took uh, one further step. And what he did is he called the people that he had worked with, who were still at the company, and, and some who had been laid off and had gone elsewhere, and he asked them to call the hiring manager in the other state and just say, that, you know, he had worked for them, and he would like to have an interview. That And if they could put in a good word for him, that was a plus. And so he did that, and of all the people he called, he called a number of people. Only one person said, I don't think I should get involved in other departments hiring, and wouldn't call, call or send an email. So he had, you know, uh, I don't know, four or five people who called on his behalf, and the company interviewed him, set up the interview, which was all he was asking for, and he got the job. Um, tip number seven, uh, similar situation with a friend of mine who was at a much higher level. And this is to follow up with friends of friends. So again, let me share the story of what happened uh, with my friend, and hopefully this will make sense when I'm done. So what happened with, in this case was my friend had seen a posting for a job as a CFO at a company she would have liked to work for she was dealing with an executive recruiter and they had her resume and she saw the posting and she said um, you know i'd like to be considered for this job and they assured her they had sent her resume over but she wasn't getting the interview nobody was calling her back Uh, when she called she got some runaround from the executive recruiter Um, she thought and who knows if this is true the recruiter had somebody one of her friends that they they were trying to place there whether that's true or not it doesn't matter she couldn't get the interview and if she didn't get the interview there's no way she was getting the job she didn't know anybody who worked at the company she didn't know anybody to call but she did know that a friend of hers had a friend who was on the board of directors so she called her friend and said would you just tell them you know to interview me if they if you know i'd like to have my chance to throw my hat in the ring so her friend called her friend uh... who was on the board of directors the board called down and my friend got the interview and she got the job so not think about you know who you know um, and who else okay Tip number eight, don't overlook your customers, suppliers, etc. Uh, back to my son now and LinkedIn. You want to develop a wide range of connections on LinkedIn over the course of your career because you never know when you'll need them. Plus, it's a great way to find out about job openings, sometimes even before they're announced. So in my son's case, one of his connections, which was somebody he had done some business with several years earlier, um... Uh, put out an announcement on LinkedIn that he was going to be hiring several people. Um, This was someone he had done business with, but, you know, was not a close friend. But he was linked to them on LinkedIn. So you want to build up your LinkedIn postings as you go along. Um... And so my son sent him a note saying that, um, you know, he was interested. If they hadn't been linked, he would not have seen it, okay? But he reached out in a private message saying he might be interested. They had several emails back and forth, um, a phone interview or two, and one 45-minute in-person interview. And after that, he had the job. Now, I have to bring, uh, have to mention that when he told me that the meeting was 45 minutes and they were going to be sending him an offer, I was a little dubious. I thought, 45 minutes, that's it? But, yes, he was right because he had this established connection. And all that 45-minute interview was for was to see how he would fit in with the team. And he did. Okay. Tip number nine. Network, network, network. Especially on LinkedIn, it's so easy to do that. And don't wait until you're out of a job to start networking, okay, because really it's kind of too late then. So if you don't have a LinkedIn account, sign up, post your profile, update it regularly. Don't forget to update it. I have to admit I'm guilty of not updating as often as I should. And then start out sending out invitations anytime you meet someone new in your field regardless of whether they're at your level a higher level or a lower level send out invitations and don't focus solely on those who are higher up than you who you think might be able to do something for you For this is you're playing the long game here so make sure you don't just focus on those who can do something for you Also, they're apt to see through it and they may or may not accept your invitation, okay? And you never know who's going to get promoted faster than who else. Of course, none of this works if you don't have the basic job knowledge and skills. But what exactly are those? We recently did a broadcast on how to advance your career in accounting and accounts payable with these essential skills. Watch it right now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen and is in the description. As always, I appreciate your likes, your shares, your comments, and subscribes.